going to start up. Okay, so welcome to another episode of the Athlete Mentor Podcast. Today we have our guest, Alyssa. Thank you so much for um, coming on the episode today. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about her journey as a college athlete, um, share some of her background, her experiences, um, and then some more insight into her life and how she's building her personal brand right now. So, Alyssa, thank you so much um, for coming on the, the podcast today. Yes, thank you for having me, Chandler. I'm excited to talk. Absolutely. Well, if you could just kind of kick it off, um, it would be great to hear a background of you know how you got to where you were today. Yeah, I think it definitely, I feel like most people say this, but it all starts in my childhood. I think my parents instilled in me and my siblings at an early age, like the benefits of athletic and staying active your whole life. So um, from an early age, I was, you know, the type of girl to play with a baseball bat and a baseball instead of, you know, Barbie dolls and stuff. So I was definitely um, the more athletic type with, I have a twin brother. So we were always, you know, running around the yard, up and down the driveway, beating each other in races. Um, so athletics were definitely instilled in my family. I'd say it's in my genetics as well as my mom was a college athlete. And then um, I played, I think, six or five or six sports growing up to just see which one I liked the most and definitely found some I did like, found some I didn't like at all, but I think that's part of the journey. Um, I definitely, I'd say, started track when I was in fifth grade and that's when I fell in love with it. I hadn't stopped since then and then I found the events just like in sports I found the events that I liked and the events I didn't like which you know long distance and the two mile three mile were definitely towards the bottom of my list but sprinting and throwing were the events that I definitely found a love for so those are what I um, decided to focus in and um, I loved um, growing up in the track environment it's such a unique environment compared to other sports right I, I always hear you know my parents have watch so many sports um, through their days too. And they always tell me how inspiring it is to see everybody um, at track meets, especially cheer for other people and other teams. All the parents are cheering for everybody you can walk from event to event. So it's super awesome at track meets, super great environment. Yeah, track is definitely um, an awesome experience. I remember the one year of track that I did, it was just a very, it was a great place to like build relationships. Um, could you speak maybe a little bit on that is just meeting other, you know, athletes from other schools, getting a chance to like know them and build, you know, bonds there? Yeah, definitely. I'd say the events in which you specialize in, you'll, it's so incredibly easy to find other people from other teams who also specialize in those events because you see them every meet. And so you'll have a meet or two a week and you see those same people every you know a couple times a week and so it's super easy to grow bonds i know i was throwing against this girl like all through high school and we became friends in high school and we still are in college she does um track and field for thomas university and i was just hanging out with her yesterday so even though we go to different colleges like that bond we made in high school is still strong to this day and it's super impressive to see i think like in basketball it's not as common you know I feel like a lot of the times you dislike the people you're playing against on the court you know it's like high aggressive levels um but in track and field it's totally different like yep. it's so easy to want the best for the people you're competing against as well yeah and that's that's kind of what I was getting at that's what I was thinking like other other sports it's very 
Um, you know, it's, it's very confrontational. It's easy to just like not like people, but in track, it's different. Like you get done with your event. It's like, Hey, great job. Like, um, it, that's why I say like building relationships in that sport is very, um, special. And you mentioned, uh, actually, you know, your friend that, um, goes to Thomas, where do you attend school and how did you get there? Yeah, I guess I didn't mention that. So I, I go to University of Vermont. I'm going into my sophomore year there. And I think it's sort of a complicated track on how I got there. Um, I got just starting out in the recruitment process. It was kind of back and forth between colleges. Like I was, I didn't commit until Vermont until really late compared to all my other friends who were committing to colleges. And I really had no idea. And I thought it was like, what the heck are you doing, Alyssa? Like, you need to make a decision off already. But I made the decision, like, when I was ready and when I knew I was confident in my decision. And um, then I let the coach know that Vermont is where I wanted to be. And he was super um, encouraging and excited for me and my opportunity there. And ever since then, I've been full-on 100% go Catamounts. And so um, the my first year there was um, super awesome. I don't think I could have asked for anything better the coaches have been awesome and the practices are just as hard as I expected but I love them and super great environment I think Vermont is such a unique place to be compared to so many other schools like it's a big school but not nearly as big as a lot of other schools down south and so it's a perfect fit for me I would say and I think growing up in Maine I've been outside in nature and everything loving girl my whole life and so Vermont is a really easy transition is where I can still be outside all the time and be in nature and enjoy what I've grown up doing awesome yeah that sounds like I mean it's just like a perfect um kind of best of both worlds scenario um were you able to to kind of choose Vermont was it based solely on athletics or did they also have kind of your choice of um, major that you wanted? Uh, do they have good programs and school that fit what you were looking for? Yeah, I think it definitely fits me perfect all around. The other schools, I only like applied and talked to coaches from schools in which had a good program and which I wanted to do, which is biomedical engineering. So all the schools I was talking to and all the coaches like supported my major and like promised me that I would be successful in my major there. And so um, Vermont was definitely at the top of the list, though. They have a good engineering program to begin with. And then they have a med school right on campus of UVM. And so that was just another bonus in which all the schools I talked to, none of them um, had a med school on campus, which is kind of rare. But UVM checked that off the list for me to begin with. And um, as my major, I could, like, you know, stick with the engineering degree or I could go to med school after. And so that sort of UVM is why it fits both for me so well is that whichever I decide after my four years, whichever direction I decide to go, it'll suit me good. So that's definitely how that happened. That's awesome. I was, I was actually just <laughs> going to ask that you answered it. So you're not decided yet. No, definitely not at all. I was, my friends were asking me the other day, they were talking about um, their college plans. They're like, well, I'm going to go four years here and then I'm going to do this for two years. And I'm like, you are way ahead of me. Like, I have no idea, you know, where I'm going to be up, like, in three years. So, I don't know. I think I think one month I'll lean towards one decision, one month I'll lean towards the other decision. So, at the moment, I definitely do not have my mind made up. 
Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I struggled as well. You know, I, I switched majors when I was in school and a lot of people do. Uh, they mm-hmm. don't just switch majors, but they also switch careers. Um, an average of over seven different career switches in an individual's lifetime, which seems like a lot. You know, obviously somebody chooses the path to go to med school and they become a doctor. They stay within that career path and that's one person. But for everybody else, um, it's way more common to, to not be able to figure that out. So no worries there. I'm sure you're going to you're going to figure it out uh, soon. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Um, I wanted to touch base too. You mentioned a little bit about your family. I was curious. Um, so you mentioned like athletics kind of runs in your family. Um, your mom was a college athlete and then you have a twin brother too. How did that play into your athletic development? Yeah, I think both my parents were athletic growing up in high school. And then my mom, especially she played college basketball at the university of new England and was a standout basketball player there. So, um, Growing up, I always say, my parents always say how we were a basketball family and how, you know, we had basketball courts in our front yard, but that was really it to begin with. You know, we focused on basketball. Me and my brother played basketball. But then, you know, I sort of faded away from it. My brother sticked with it. And then we had a little sister who was probably the most athletic one out of all of us, to be honest. And she's in high school now and talking to college coaches and like planning on going to prep school. So she's going crazy for her hockey um, career is going to blow up, I'm sure. But um, I think growing up in an athletic family is definitely um, pretty common around here or where I'm from. There's big athletics, especially in basketball, like I said, and then um, hockey is big in Maine as well. So definitely athletic family growing up is definitely the way I, I was supposed to grow up, I'd say. Gotcha. And so you, you played basketball too, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yep, I did play that in all through okay. high school. And then my senior year, I decided to um, not play basketball and focus on track. So I did indoor track my senior year and probably a good thing I did to get ready for college track. Yeah. And so where did you... If your family is like a, a basketball family, and I understand, I'm from Indiana, so basketball is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of culturally, I played basketball growing up too. Um, and soccer wasn't actually that popular when my parents were younger, so they didn't play. Um, how, how do you feel that you were able to, to kind of peel off into a different sport and find a love for that sport, even though that's not what your family was um, – that was not really in your family, like, dynamic. Yeah, it was definitely kind of hard decision because my whole family, like, they would all go to my basketball games and stuff, and I'm like, how will they react if I, like, let them know, like, I don't want to play basketball. That was definitely hard for me to think about. And I was like, I don't want to let anybody down. Like, I know, like, I could play basketball and keep going, but I truly decided, like, track is what makes me happy and what I feel the best while I'm doing. So... I decided to stick with track and like let my mom know and she's like we totally like understand like you do whatever makes you happy and so I'm really glad I did make that decision and I think it was the right decision for my future for sure. Yeah and I know those decisions can be um, pretty challenging but I'm glad that your family was um, supportive in that that switch I'm sure that helped a lot. Um, I, I know a lot of athletes like it's not, it's not too uncommon for athletes to switch sports or go a different route. You know, 
Um, in my background, I kind of had to choose a sport to focus on a little bit more if I wanted to play in college in the future. So I stopped playing basketball. Um, I took a year off basketball at my sophomore year of high school. And that was actually really hard because I didn't have much support from not just uh, not just like family, but community-wise. Um, it was kind of like Chandler's been playing basketball his whole life. Like, why is he not playing, you know? Um, and so it was, it was tough for me. I was also going through an injury period. Um, so, so my question to you is, did you have any type of challenges or have you had any challenges in, in transition, either from sport to sport or school to school? Yeah, I think, um, probably a little bit of both, to be honest. I think sport to sport, um, that transition on focusing and like sort of identifying yourself as like one sport is like your main sport and then switching over to a new sport can be challenging and like other people like you said your community might not agree or like understand why you did that so that was definitely a challenge but then I think um for me from switching to high school to college that transition in like the sports world for me was sort of difficult at times because I was always thinking I was like well I was good in high school but like D1 track like I know I'm good, but I don't really think I'm that good. Like, I think it's really hard on your confidence sometimes to um, do that transition. I know unless you're like super confident, super um, out there, which I think some people portray themselves as they are, but really deep down, I feel like a lot of people lack confidence all the time. And so that's a really hard transition. You know, I don't feel like people talk about that. They don't have confidence in themselves and that as soon as they get to college and especially in like other sports other than track if you know freshman year sophomore year in college you're not getting that playing time um you were expecting that can be a real shock to your confidence too you know so luckily in track it's a sport where most people um get to compete in um no matter your confident um no matter your skill level um at that level anyway if you're if you make the roster then you'll be able to compete in most meets so I was looking on that end, and then once I began competing in meets and like seeing my success at meets, um, my confidence began to rise again. And I knew that like I made the right decision, and D one was where I was supposed to be. Yeah. Well, thank thanks for sharing that. Um, it's a really interesting topic, and a lot of athletes um, struggle to find out where they're going to fit in as far as what tier of competition are they most suited for. You know, that's what ID camps are for in certain sports. That's what, um, you know, one-on-one sessions and, and different clubs are for. Um, but what, what would you say helped you helped you most? Was it just like, like in the period where you were potentially not as confident, what helped you get through that time? Yeah, I would say just trusting my ability and trusting my coaches really too. I'm, I always reminded myself, I'm like, my coaches wouldn't have recruited me. They wouldn't have like, told me that I belong there unless they really knew that I would. Um, so definitely I'm so lucky that I had the great have the great coaches that I do that trusted me. And so I would just trust them back, you know, and be like, well, if they know I'm supposed to be here, then I'm supposed to be here. And I just kept working hard and um, getting that praise from coaches was definitely um, important to my confidence level as well. And then um, once the meet season arrived, um, seeing success and my teammates success as well as you know like the other freshmen i'm sure like we're thinking the same things i was freshman year about confidence and then my my uh roommate freshman year did awesome so i was like watching her i'm like okay like 
we're on the same level here. She's succeeding. Like I'm going to succeed too. So it was definitely awesome to see um, success from my freshman class. Well, that, that's really good. Um, it, it reminds me of, we actually talked um, about mindset before, and it sounds like just your, your entire mental approach to that situation was what got you through it. So um, I guess let that, let that be a note to like anybody listening is how you approach a situation um, can definitely help with how you, you know, are able to react and then how the situation ends up. Um, so awesome, awesome stuff there. Um, I want to talk a little bit about what you're doing to build your athlete brand. Um, you know, we were introduced um, by Greg, who you're working with to build your brand. Uh, what made you What made you want to develop that? Why is it important to you? And what are your What are your goals for it? Yeah, definitely. So I got introduced to Greg Glenn. I I like January, December, January of this past year. So 2021, 20, 22. And he was originally he's working with my sister before he was even working with me. He's working with her to um, like create publicity and um, increase her name um, so she can get seen by like college recruiters and stuff. So I was introduced to him. He saw he followed my dad on Facebook or whatever, and he saw a post about my dad shared with me about how much I, I loved this local coffee shop in town. And he reached out to me. He's like, hey, Alyssa, like I saw you love this local coffee shop. Like you see the work I'm doing with your sister. Would you like to chat? And so we got on a Zoom call and he explained to me like how easy it would be for me to um, talk to this coffee shop and see if they wanted to um, me to be an ambassador for them and all this stuff. And then it's take, taken off from there. So we've had, I think, maybe three name image likeness um, signings that I've had in the past, you know, four months. So, so um, super exciting. I'm really excited to see where it goes. And it's, you know, I think a lot of people think about name image likeness and be like, you have to have 14 million followers. And you have to look like this and you have to be really good at your sport and like go to these big schools. Yeah, and, like, that's so not the case, you know, like, I'm starting, like, super small, like, like I said, in my local coffee shop, just working with them, um, so it's super fun, and, you know, the monetary value is obviously awesome and helping for college costs as well, so Greg definitely um, understands where I'm coming from, and he definitely sees my passion and, and helping me that way. Well, that's awesome to hear, um, and, and I really love the, the point that you made is that you don't have to have a massive following to be able to build your personal brand or land NIL deals. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's a, that's a really good point that I, I hope a lot of other athletes could become and grow to understand. Um, and it's obviously great that you've had, you've had support in that journey. How important is it to have somebody who's going to be able to kind of be in your corner like Greg and help set that stuff up versus an athlete like trying to maybe do it on their own, you know? Yeah, Greg is definitely a change maker in all of this. I know like the college life, especially when school starts, can be so stressful with homework and then sports on top of that. And if you ha have a job, whatever, like super stressful and just busy. And so when I first um, started talking to Greg, I told him, I'm like, like, I'm super busy during the school year, especially once my season starts. Like, I'm not sure I'll have time to be doing all this. And he explained to me, like, how much he does and how like the amount that I'll have to do and be able to contribute to him. So it's definitely in my mind important to have, you know, um, athlete Brander in my corner, Greg. Um, so he contacts um, all the 
brands or all the companies or all the businesses himself and coordinates calls with them and then he'll whatever he hears from those brands he'll relay the information to me and let me know what's up um on both ends so it's super easy and definitely important to have Greg in your corner I'd say <laughs> yeah absolutely I mean um I, I do think that each athlete should have somebody um whether they have a, a small following, whether they're in a small community, they should have somebody um, that's helping them to, to build and optimize that. You know, athletes now um, is different than it was even two or three years ago. If you're a college athlete or younger, if you're even um, in a high school athlete, the ability to build your brand, which is gonna support you no matter what you do in life is, is huge. There's so much opportunity there to start to build a name for yourself, build business for yourself, and, you know, really as an athlete, if, if any athlete could, could listen, the opportunity to do that stuff, what you love and be able to do it for your, your potentially your entire life if you put in the work early, um, it is so amazing compared to going into life and having to do something uh, that you don't want to do. You know, obviously only, you know, only a very, very small percentage, actually only 6% of high school athletes make it to college athletics and less than a percent make it to professional athletics. So the athletic career um, is, is not gonna last forever for most people, but you can build an athlete brand that's gonna help you in your future business and whatever you wanna do. So um, you'll hear more about that um, coming going forward. Uh, Greg's actually gonna be um, hopefully supporting some of our other athletes due to the work that he's done with you, which has been so amazing. So very excited. Um, for that in the future. Um, just kind of wrapping it up here, uh, Alyssa, what advice would you give um, to our listeners that may be a younger athlete, they might be in, in the journey to compete at college level, whether it's track or another sport, what advice would you give to them? Yeah, um, that's tough. I think I would just say like, follow your heart and do what makes you happy. I know that sounds like really cliche, but at the bottom of it, you know, when you're old and wrinkly like you're gonna wish you stuck with it and did what makes you happy and so continue working and put in the work and so you can succeed at that next level if that's what you choose well awesome yeah thank thanks for that it's never too cliche uh to follow your heart and do what you know you love so um yeah. excellent uh excellent advice thanks for coming on the podcast Alyssa. and for anybody listening make sure to uh, subscribe to our new YouTube channel at The Athlete Mentor uh, and follow us on Instagram at The Athlete Mentor. Thank you.